Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, um, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Um, so just before we get in, just to let you know, um, we normally take a few weeks off uh, in the month of uh, August, um, primarily due to the nature of uh, these market conditions. Um, there's an awful lot of sort of market drivers at the moment, and there's there's ultimately very, very little kind of coherent market responses. And we often find this, um, if you can imagine, most uh, traders and investors around the world take an awful lot of time off in August. Um, so it's often a, a quieter month um, in terms of trading volumes. And the markets can be manipulated a lot more than uh, normal market conditions. So. We often find even some moves to be quite unreliable and um, some a lot, a lot of sort of sideways moving patterns and very short bursts to the upside and to the downside. So the whole trading condition uh, becomes an awful lot, an awful lot harder, an awful lot tougher during this month. Um, and, and, and there's an awful lot to drive markets, you know, whether we're talking about central banks, whether we're talking about uh, the the energy crisis situation, uh, food security uh, over the coming months, political turmoil. If we're talking about um, you know what, what the Italian government uh, failing once more, uh, geopolitical risks between the U.S. and China. Um, we had a state of alert there over the last few days with um, Nancy Pelosi visiting Taiwan uh, against. Uh, um, China's wishes um, and that that has created a, a series of sort of responses really from the Chinese side um, and the Americans obviously firming their kind of resolve and support for Taiwan um, so there, there's a there's an awful lot in these markets there's an awful lot of sort of fundamental drivers um, but we're not really there's a lack of sort of sentiment follow through and there's also a lack of sort of coherent technical trading opportunities. And like I said, it's, it's, it's something we see nearly every single year. Um, and we often find September to be such a, uh, an explosive uh, trading month. And if you can imagine, you know, traders and investors after a nice long holiday, you know, they get to go quite hard between sort of September and, and perhaps mid-December. So we've got some very, very interesting, uh, very significant trading months ahead. But we often find August not to be that uh, productive. So as a result, we're going to take some time off um, over the next uh, few weeks. So we'll get some information out uh, to you on that from uh, actually from Wednesday onwards. Um, and we'll be back early September. So uh, do bear that in mind. So let's get straight into it then. Uh, we'll start with our risk warning, of course, just be broadly mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets and take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen. Uh, and, and of course, I didn't, even, I didn't even discuss or mention the inflation story and uh, this sort of stag, stagnate, stagflation type environment um, higher, um, higher inflation, kind of lower growth type stagnation. 
um, with a recession on the way, we've, we, uh, I look at the sort of the, the bond yields in the US just as a good example. Um, what do all profitable traders need to consider each and every time you get to your trading desks? Of course, trade selection. Which markets do we want to be trading? And of course, why do we want to be trading those markets? The more, the more comfortable you are in, in that decision-making process, it provides a really good starting point for you. Um, where do you then want to enter those markets? Where do you want to exit? Um, how do you manage risk in terms of your monetary exposure? Um, what rules do you put in place to actually uh, apply in a very, very consistent manner? How to manage each trade to a successful outcome? Um, trade, you know, uh, trade management as as markets unfold. How do you act in response? And and what fits in very closely with that is is trading psychology. How do you deal with the psychology of your own mindset? Firstly, um, the psychology of your own approach, but also that of the markets themselves. So it's quite a and evolving is quite, um, there's many aspects to trading financial markets. It's not just um, just your trading strategy as a standalone uh, aspect. Um, and of course, a lot of this gets an awful lot easier the more experience you get. Um, and we discuss these elements in our live trade rooms every single day. And we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, disciplined with our capital. And of course, being patient, and and that's what these markets are all about. In a minute, it's being patient, you know, waiting for that that move to occur. But we could be waiting for quite some time. So I'll show you what I mean now. Um, let's start with a review of potential market moving news. Yeah, good morning, guys. Hope you're all well. Absolutely, a bit of a slow. All in all, quite a slow response, really, from Friday's uh, news event. So um, we, we, we go through a little bit about that um, right now. So if you go back to, so that all the markets were really looking at US jobs numbers, um, really with regards to what the Fed were likely to respond to. So those of you that were with us on Friday before that event, we put up on the screen, what would be the likely scenarios if we got a, positive number what would be the likely scenarios if we got a negative number and as you can see we got a hugely positive employment change number um, and what that meant really for central banks is it kind of puts a bit more pressure on the fed to continue to to raise rates which are um, not good for um, the bond markets for example the 10-year bond yield which is a good example to bring that across now um, we were saying on Friday that that was likely to start um, pushing higher, uh, which it is. And we're also monitoring the the inverted yield curve. So we've got two-year treasury versus the 10-year treasury. And the two-year is yielding 3.21%. Uh, and the 10-year uh, the is yielding less than that, the 28 so we've got an inverted yield curve. We've had this now for a few weeks. And um, the extent of the yield curve is, 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 is increasing. You can see here we're about 40 basis point is now the um, last week was about 30, 35. Now we're extending that, that, um, that inversion uh, in, in, in the US bond markets. Um, we're already technically in a recession in the US. We have our two quarters of, of technical uh, negative GDP. 
Now, there is some concern about how how big this recession is going to be. Um, and uh, this jobs number, obviously, if people are in employment and getting paid, um, they can probably take a little bit more on the on the on the uh, interest rate side of things. So we're currently at two point seven five. If you see here on the left hand side, sorry, two point five, um, along with the Canadian dollar, the BOC, and the RBNZ, uh, they're all at two point five. So it's this race to the top now. It's been a race to the bottom for the last 12, 14 years. Now it's a race to the top. They want to try and give themselves as much room as possible. When that recession hits, they may look at deflating interest rates a little bit more to try and compensate. So it could just be, we could be in this sort of yo-yo phase uh, for interest rates for the foreseeable. And, and the big discussion point really is about what that means when that will happen how long will it last for and all of these sorts of questions now but really really positive very very surprising it shows you how dysfunctional um these these jobs numbers are and, and they have been since covid um some massive numbers uh and actually uh we're, we're probably close to uh, full employment as we've been saying for quite some time so very very impressive and people's wages are are moving higher not really as high as um as inflation of course but we had a, a significant uptick in in hourly earnings so it just means that the fed are likely to, to push rates be a little bit more aggressive on the rate hiking side which in turn on the surface is not perhaps not so good although we got very good jobs numbers out of the us um the reality is um a higher interest rate environment is not is not a good it's not good for um these uh, equities and and indices so we initially saw the move to the downside very much in line with our expectations that's what we were looking to trade and um, we're still in those trades actually but nothing much has really happened since we're able to get some decent entries off um, with a, a very significant explosive move initially followed by some some follow-through as well uh, and pullback opportunities so today nothing of any major concern if i just flick through the week on on wednesday we've got cpi numbers uh bank holiday in japan um so we're going to be seeing a lot of sort of holiday market conditions uh, PPI, so CPI on Wednesday, PPI on Thursday. So we'll get a bit of an update on that inflation story. Um, and we'll see if it starts to, to top out or if we're still pushing higher regarding inflation. It's a, it's a very tough one to call. And on, on Friday, we're going to get uh, an update on the UK uh, GDP numbers. Um, the UK is... Um, in a little bit of uh, bit of trouble, and that's very much reflected um, across the currency markets as well. Um, and we've got that leadership contest going on as well for the next few weeks. So, yeah, there's a lot to drive markets. Uh, the reality is we're trading summer market conditions. So, in reality, that you know, there's there's very little happening. You would expect an awful lot more, to be fair. Okay, so let's get into these uh, markets and we'll see where we're at 
so we let me just move this down so if we if we assess risk first we we bring up our our charts and our pens on screen so we're in this little sideways moving pattern um and we're in this pattern really across the board So we've got a bit of short term, a bit of short term buying, but this is the problem here with this market. You can see the nature of the price action. This is exactly what we're talking about summer markets. So we look at some of the largest markets in the world and you can see the relative price action here. Um, so, so let me, let me just share this bit of analysis with you. Um, so what, what we have now for the last, uh, two, four, six, eight trading days is, um, a considerable amount of sideways moving price action, uh, and, and kind of this, a small move higher. Now, the thing is, we got a three-day, a very significant three-day move in the build-up to that um, across the board. But then we drift sideways for long periods. So there's, there's your three-day move. And then we've literally achieved very, very little. And the problem is, this is likely to continue. If we look at the euro-dollar um, over the last month, there's been really very little to work with. Um, we've also got the, the, the dollar yen, which we, which we really like to the upside. We had a really strong breakout to the upside on, on Friday off the back of positive GDP numbers. So the reality of trading Friday's news was that we were going to expect the, the indices to sell off, which they did all across the board. Um, and now they've retraced quite a lot over the course of Friday and again on the open so far. Um, and we were expecting a strong US dollar, which we, which we saw across the board as well. So we'll see how those play out. We're going to switch across to the live trade room now in just a minute. Um, so in most of these markets, we're, we're in this little sideways pattern. So it's, when we look at the, uh, uh, we look at risk. So quite a positive day today. Um, we really want to see these markets break out of these highs if, if, if a buy trade exists. So actually a positive response so far today. Let's see if that's across the board. The FTSE pushing a bit higher. The DAX, there's such a lack of volatility. There really is. Um, and we've got these strong levels of resistance up here for the Nikkei. So now this doesn't really represent uh, an interesting opportunity for us across the Nikkei. Um, Bitcoin is finding a bit of support. Um, just to let you know, we don't trade Bitcoin, but we do comment on it and we do look at the price action. So uh, initially we had uh, a breakout to the upside above uh, 23,224. Um, now that level is a little bit higher and we're kind of stuck in this little, again, it's kind of this long-term 
a longer term sideways moving pattern. So we were drifting sideways for um, a month, month and a half. And there's a, a bias to the upside. And we've got this these levels just sitting in here at these higher levels. So we might just find over the next few months, we might just get some further upside, but broadly speaking, some sideways moving patterns. So we want to see if this pattern continues. Uh, we've been talking about the sideways pattern now for since June. Uh, and that's really what we're seeing. And, and uh, some short-term upside potential for Bitcoin. Very much in line with the, the positivity we're seeing across um, the, the US indices. Let's have a look at US oil. If we look at the daily time frame. We do like oil to the upside. Um, we've been on this little downward trend now since, uh, if we probably go back to kind of mid-June, we've been in this little downward, downward trajectory. We've got a little bit of buying coming in here around $89. Because of the market conditions and the fact that we're packing up on Wednesday, we're not we're not too we're not too enthused about getting into any of these markets. Um, we do have the indices higher, and we do have the potential for some some further dollar strength. So we might just stick and focus to that with those. And two, four, six trading days of. an erratic kind of gold market. And, and again, we do like gold potentially to the upside. Let's just have a look at the yen pairs. So the yen is selling off versus the pound. Pound's finding a bit of support now. And the dollar's not really finding any follow through it's mildly positive against the yen so so let's try and put together our trade plan then because it's um right let's see if we've got the potential for some decent opportunities you see they're all going to be counter trend moves so we'd like to, to get involved in a selling opportunity uh, in in the pound dollar certainly the fundamentals support that dollar yen dollar swiss it looks like this dollar strength trade is, is actually turning into a weakness trade now and currencies are all about trading strength versus weakness So clearly, dollar dollar weakness uh, today, which is which is very much in keeping with um, with the overall story in the indices. There's there's your there's your indecision, and we're seeing a little bit more pound strength now today. But this is largely the, the market that you're trading, which is very much uh, a range-bound market from uh, 84.10 um, up to 
40 pretty much. We've just been in this long-term sideways move. And this is exactly what we mean by these, um, by these summer markets. Not the most productive of trading conditions you're going to find. Okay, we're going to keep this quite broad. So it'll give you a little bit of an indicator. Um, the oil move from Friday... We weren't able to get into any of these trades on Friday. It was all really about the US jobs number. So, and, and then we started to get moves very much in line with our expectations on those jobs numbers. So we're looking at the indices to the downside and we were looking for the dollar to strengthen. So, um, so it was all about being mindful of US jobs numbers. There was very little opportunity in the build up to it. And now we're seeing a bit of support for, for US oil and we're, we're still we still potentially have that little bit of a little bit of pound strength in this market as well after a few tough days against the euro and continuing positivity against the yen and Like what price would we be looking to get into this trade? It's not it's not that clear. It's really not that clear. Um, we're running into the 50 period moving average now down at these levels. Um, and you see, we, we'd prefer to be looking for some selling opportunities in the pound dollar. We don't have them just yet. Is the pound yen looking any better to the upside? Not really. We would like gold to the upside. Big question mark over oil. It's getting a little bit of a bounce off the lows. We were looking at this on Friday below the 87.03. Couldn't really stick below that level. So, um, over the course of the day, it was really quite volatile. And and then the problem with today's bullish view is, is um, the fact that we're running into strong resistance up at these highs. So let's have a let's have a look then. And we'll see if these if these US indices um, are gonna break higher. So so our trade plan for the day, we'll just post this into the chat box and then we'll switch across to our live trade rooms now. Um, So we're going to look at sort of broad strokes. So um, this shows you how how quickly sort of the the view can can quite shift. We had a positive news on 
Friday, we had very, very negative price action. Um, but the market seemed to be shrugging, shrugging that off pretty, pretty quickly, which again, is that is that kind of resilience in these markets that we've been talking about for quite some time. It's the fact that they can push higher in the face of uh, a lot of pessimism. And what we think that is going to lend to is um, some further considerable selling opportunities as we close out the year. So our bias for the short term and perhaps medium term is lower in these industry markets. So the fact that they're continuing to push higher right now um, is for us ultimately a bit of a bull trap. Now, the benefits for us as traders is we're day traders. So we'll, we'll look to, to capitalize on short term buying opportunities uh, if the opportunities present themselves, but also short term selling opportunities uh, when they when they come as well. And we'd be a little bit more comfortable selling these U.S. indices um, than and with a stronger dollar rather than the opposite, which is what we get right now. So this is our market summary. Then we're looking at mixed summer market conditions. So bear that in mind. A lot of sideways moving patterns, a bit of a frustrating type of environment. So keep that in mind. So be very selective. We are trading with smaller trade size as a result um, and on occasion slightly bigger stop losses, perhaps. Um, so, so we're looking at U.S. indices to the upside. We're looking at uh, dollar weakness. Sorry, let me just uh, change the wording on that. So we're looking at U.S. indices strength. Um, and we're also looking at pound strength as well. So really, we're just going to have a look at these markets now in a minute um, and see what what where the opportunities lie and then we'll look to uh we'll look to see if we can activate any trades today okay great stuff so that's what we're looking at uh, over the course of the day so we're going to switch across now to our live trade room guys so any questions feel free to post them and we'll answer them uh before we close off the broadcast um but if you want to switch across to our live trade rooms you're very welcome to do so so we do trade these markets just to let you know fully live and interactive every day uh, from 8 a.m for the U for the european trading session and then again at 12 30 for the u.s trading session so if you'd like to join us for that you're very welcome to do so for more information just go to the live trading.com and we'll uh, we'll see you in the other room very shortly from everyone here take care see you soon bye for now